the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, Here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and you know, Noah, man, where you been? Where you been all my life, man? Where have you been? Guy uh, leaves for seven days, and you know, the host is just like, I, I gotta have Noah back. Where's Noah? I'm, I'm right here, man. I'm right here. Hey, man, but I want you to know, man, I'm mean, uh, Chris did a, a fantastic job, man. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Chris was uh, definitely going to be able to keep you in good hands, but you know you can't get the dynamic duo of JC and Noah, and actually uh, the the three of us with with Michelle there. Man, we're we're unstoppable. So it's good to be back. Well, well you know, it's just like one of those uh, cartoons or one of them series, Batman and Robin, and and Michelle coming in as Catwoman or something like that. And I know she's gonna kill me for saying that. Oh, probably. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? I am good. I had a week off. Uh, a lot of it was very much staycation and, and relaxing. I am so rejuvenated. It uh, it was definitely a blessing. It is good to be back. It's good to be back, man. But you you was gone seven days, and do you know what the day is? It's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, Pamela, can can you and Billy say hot day? Hot day. <laughs> Let, let's let's hear Pam try it. Hot. Hot day. I love it. I love I it. Hey, man. Hey. What a show to come back to. Hey, what a show to come back to. Man, guess what, Noah? Tomorrow we in prime time. Yeah, tomorrow at 3 p.m., James Cooley, It's Your Life. Good stuff, good stuff. I, and I will be there tomorrow. I will be there. You, I, man. I, can't, I can't wait, man. can't wait, man. I, I don't know if I'm having a surprise for you, but I might. I oh, that, that, that normally means some culinary delicacy, man. And if you do, oh, my stomach's waiting. Uh, but I didn't cook anything tonight. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, but that's okay. But I tell you what, man, it's, uh, we got this fantastic show, Noah. The last uh, a week or so, I wouldn't say week, but since you've been gone, you know that um, we went to Vegas the 22nd through the 26th, and we hung out with my best buddy ever since seven, almost eighth grade, uh, uh, growing up. And I tell you, he's just like a brother. More, I mean, I, I, I can say more than a brother. And his lovely bride, I've been knowing her ever since she's like 20, 21 years old, something like that, maybe longer than that. I don't know. I ain't, I'm not going to give away ages or any, any of those things, but they celebrated their 30th anniversary. Oh, that's awesome. And we was in Vegas to share that. Uh, I would not have missed that for nothing in the world because I was there for the 20, 20th, the 25th. In the third, Pam, was I there for all of them? Well, me and Michelle there for all of those? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, that you know, we, right. we we can't miss a, a milestone. Man. And somebody got their radio or something turned up. Or, I uh, think somebody's party. on speakerphone. So if anybody's yes, on speakerphone, you need to get on that handset. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, that's a lot of feedback coming in. But uh just want to... Uh, 
dedicate this show to them. And also, no, I had a birthday during that time frame. And 27 yeah. years old is what I heard. Man, I feel, I mean, yeah, you know what? Uh, you ever heard of Michael Jackson doing the moonwalk and all that? I was right alongside Michael in his heyday doing the moon, moonwalk, man. Yes. <laughs> On my birthday, I, I felt like uh, that uh, instead of moving forward it, with age, I moved backwards. And my lovely bride, Michelle, uh, she uh, uh, she kind of made me feel good, like that I was not old, but I was young. Right, Michelle? Yes, yeah, we had a great time in Vegas celebrating James' birthday, Noah, uh, Pam and Billy and their family, and and it was just a great celebration. We went to the Bonefish Grill again in Vegas, and we ate the Bang Bang Shrimp. That's we, we where it's at. I love the Bang Bang Shrimp. We're still yeah. getting feedback from somewhere, and uh, we need to we need to, we need to clear that up right now. Michelle, check all, all your stuff, and Billy and Pam, check you guys in because this is a great show. Uh, that we're we're doing, and we don't want to uh, get too much feedback. So, uh, by the way, a very late but uh, very well deserved happy birthday, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, thank you. And we also want to wish the Hoppers a happy 30th anniversary. No, you and I talked about that. 30 years is so impressive. You know, I'm a hat, hat tip to both of them for making their relationship just a long lasting labor of love. Man, that's great. And that's what it is. And, and you know what, Noah, one of these days, if I ever get them down to California, we, I'm going to bring them in studio and we're going to do a show. And you, you're going to see uh, what I call the glue or say it's a rainy day and water coming through the house and you have some glue or you have some patches. You have something to block all that out. Uh, and, you know, friends and people that love you and you love them, they're going to make sure that water don't get to you other than when you're taking a shower. <laughs> oh, that's a great analogy, man. I love that. Oh, yeah. So, But it's uh, true. You're really good friends, and you usually have a handful of them that have been there with you through thick and thin, and you know they will make sure that you're protected and that you're you know, on, on the right course. And if you're not, they're going to tell you. But, but Noah, you know, uh, just like uh, in, in a lot of my speeches, and I don't, I don't know if you, I always talk about the, the center circle. And real quickly, before we get to the Harpers, the center circle, uh, say, Noah, you are the, the dot. You are the person okay. that's in the middle. And your center circle is, the, is uh, the people that you trust the most with you, your life. And they can represent you when you are not there. You're not there, but they still speak the same language you speak. One of the things in a center circle, you cannot have more than three. If you have an even number, somebody's going to betray you. Now, one of the odd numbers might betray you. <laughs> but then you know those who those are. But two-thirds of them, you got their vote. Sound, you know, I love that. And I've always said I have, I have a handful. And by that, I mean one hand and less of the people that I can you know, unequivocally, other than, you know, immediate family that's there with you throughout your entire life that you're like, they're there. They represent me, like you just said. When you're not there. When you're represent. not there. Yeah. And Billy Harper is one of those. Uh, he's one of uh, my three in my center circle. And, of course, you know, his lovely wife, all his support. So uh, that's what this guy means to me. And with that being said, uh, I, Michelle. Can you tell our listening audience what's the purpose of tonight's show after you tell them what the title? The title of tonight's show is The Harpers, Celebrating and Providing Insight on 30 Years of Marriage. And the purpose of the show tonight is Celebrating 30 Years of Marriage for Billy and Pamela Harper. Discuss why they decide to enter marriage, how marriage takes work to make it successful, how important it is to grow together during marriage, discuss how important compromise and not taking each other for granted, and discuss how important it is to have hobbies and friendship outside marriage. Why don't you tell uh, uh, the purpose of the show? I just okay. Well, I, mean, I can re- redo the purpose. No, of the the show purpose again. and uh, the purpose and introduce these two great guests. 
Okay. I just did the purpose of the show, but we'll remind our listening audience, celebrating 30 years of marriage of Billy and Pam Harper, why they decided to enter marriage, how marriage takes work to make it successful, how important it is to grow together during marriage, how important compromise not taking each other for granted, and how important it is to have, have hobbies and friendships outside marriage. Wow. You know, um, I cannot wait to get these two great uh, guests on. So we're going to start this. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. But Noah, before we start this, I'm going to take an early break this time because uh, I don't want to miss a beat. I don't want to miss a beat when we bring these two fantastic guests on to the show. So again, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, the true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I got uh, two of the most important people in my life I mean two of, of them of course you know I got my wife and I got family and I got, uh, but uh, the Hoppers uh, mean so much to me and they are celebrating their 30th anniversary and they going to provide us some insight um, on what it takes to survive for 30 years and I tell you uh, one thing before I go into this uh, the Harpers was very instrumental uh, to me meeting my bride. And uh, I've been with my my bride for almost 16 years. And we've been married for almost 14 years. Uh, but uh, I looked at uh, Billy and Pam as an example. And I'm just hoping that I, that I, that me and Michelle can continue to follow their footsteps and their guidance because it's invaluable. And love is invaluable. Uh, to be able to, uh, we call it stickability, stay together. And uh, Michelle, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Billy was there 
uh, when we first met, and then Pam met you. I mean, all that. Uh, can you can you say a little bit before we bring the Harpers on? No, all I can say is when I first met, well, I met Billy first with you when I first met you, James, at the mall. And when I came in, um, to Pam's home, she was very gracious and very welcoming, and she's always been that way. She's always been kind, and they've been such a loving couple. So I'm excited about tonight's show to hear, you know, what their insight is on, you know, 30 years of a successful marriage. So let's get started. Wow, yes, let's get started. So uh, I, I want to start off, and, and, and listen to audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Billy, now, I can ask you, what, what what was it like growing up in Chattanooga? But we grew up together. <laughs> but can you kind of describe a little bit of that to our listening audience? Yes, yeah, so uh, growing up in Chattanooga, um, I grew up in the, uh, historic district of St. Elmo, and uh, a lot of times, man, um, you know, times were so different back then growing up. You know, we didn't have the, the technology like we have today, so we, our pastime, we would go out and we would, you know, play sports, and uh, just to start from elementary school, I went to St. Elmo Elementary. From there, I went to Alton Park Junior High, which is where I met James Cooley, and then from there, from Alton Park, I uh, went to uh, Kirtland Technical High School, uh, which is where I graduated. And uh, back in the 70s, uh, Chattanooga was basically more of a type of uh, foundry type city. So it wasn't really a lot of opportunities for people coming out of high school to get these jobs that was available. So our circle of friends that we were around, either you went to into the military, you went to college, or you went to work for uh, Place McKee, which is Little Debbie's, and, and the other place that you would go work for was Rossville Yarn. So, and JC, you and I worked for Rossville Yarn for a small period of time once we graduated, uh, and then that's when we took separate paths. Um, after graduation and uh, working for Rossville Yarn for Roughly three months is when I decided that I wanted to move forward and just do something different uh, because I had gotten injured playing high school football, so I had to come up with Plan B, and DeVry University was my Plan B. Wow. Pam, uh, you were born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. What is it about Atlanta you love the most? Um, I think my love comes from um, being a proud Atlantan native Atlantan. So the the city is in a historic city in terms of um, the mobility of the black community. And I was in the throes, I grew up in, um, in the 60s and the 70s where Atlanta was in the throes um, of building an economic platform for um, black Americans. So we had a lot of migration from the northern areas down to Atlanta to the south, whereas, you know, in decades before, there was a migration to the north. But Atlanta has always um, born and bred uh, successful entrepreneurs in the black community. And we also have uh, some of the most historic and well-renowned schools, historically black schools down here. So once one comes to school, say, at Morehouse or Spelman or Clark Atlanta University or my mom and dad's alma mater, which is Morris Brown um, College, once they come here, they, they never leave. So that is what I'm most proud of, and subsequently that's what I most love about my home city of Atlanta. Wow. You know, uh, it, it almost took uh, a lot for me to leave Atlanta as well because uh, I, I called it my boys, me, Billy, uh, D-Man. Uh, well, yes, it's a lot of us, uh, that, but, but they ventured there, settled in, and the love of Atlanta, I, I was so glad that I was able to, get away from that jump in the Navy because Billy and I was uh, supposed to have been doing that Navy thing together. Uh, but uh, friendship and things happen and God has 
a path for each and every last one of us. And I tell you, uh, what I call my boys, all of them, and Pam, you already know that, are very successful. And uh, I'm just glad to be a part of that. I, I got a question for both of you guys. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to start with you, Pam, first. What lesson did you learn uh, that w- that's still instilled in you about a loving relationship? Hmm. Um, in terms of, of my parents, of course, our parents are the first ones that introduced us to the concept of love. We all have um, uh, uh, innate sense of what love is, but as you are introduced into the human race, so to speak, your parents are the first ones to demonstrate what that love is between um, a mother and father and their child. So, of course, that was my first experience with love. Individually, my parents were very different when it came, when it came to showing love. My dad was very, very affectionate. And so I learned um, that being affectionate um, was enjoyable as far as my father. I love for him to come in. Um, he worked the second shift at the United States Post Office. He's a, he was a military man. He was in the Air Force. And so a lot of times back in the day, if you were in the military, uh, once you became um, a civilian again, you went to work for the post office, and that's what my dad did. He went to work for the post office, so he was on second shift. And I remember I was just telling Billy the other day, one way that my my father showed me early love and affection was that he would come in from a hard day's work off of third shift, I'm sorry, off the second shift, and come in and pick me up out of my crib. And I had Disney animals um, on my wall, and he would ask me, who is this, who is this, who is that, and he would do that every night. And I couldn't have been more than about three years old at that time. My mom just spoke. She spoke lovingly. And uh, she's a very soft-spoken woman. So she would use words of love. So I learned from her how to express myself lovingly through words. I got that from my mom. Wow. You know, I think uh, the the examples that you just gave uh, teaches us and our listeners always understand that certain things that our parents instill in us, even at uh, three years old, four or five years old, that uh, that's uh, still is in us when we grow up and we become adults as well. So, Pam, that that was so incredible, Billy. What lesson did you learn from your parents that taught you about love and respect for others? So, what I learned from my parents. Um, so my father, he was the one that was the more disciplinary one. My father was was very strict to a certain degree to where, you know, and I think that's where we all learn how to respect others because uh, obviously we had to respect our parents, and my father didn't play. I mean, he was the type man to where it was always yes, sir, no, sir, no, ma'am, yes, ma'am. You know, we always had to to respect our elders no matter where we were. And that was something that that gave us the character and even flowing into the day of uh, always being able to to respect others. And uh, now my mother, she was the one that showed the love for all of us. I mean, my my mom would give us the world, uh, even even (laughs) against my father's will. My mom would always do things uh, that showed love and uh, compassion. And um, she was the one that pretty much so kept us whole. And, you know, it's it's a difference between mothers and fathers. And, you know, my father, he was the stern one. My my mother was the one that always uh, presented the passion and the love for all of us. And uh, with that, it just gave us the character to, to to love one another. Uh, our family has always been extremely close. You know, we travel together. They've been on, my family's been on several cruises with us um, just as long as, you know, I, I'm sorry, as well as you, JC and, and Michelle. Um, but, I mean, we they, they've always instilled love. And uh, with that, you know, that's something that uh, we would always love them for, for instilling that into us. Wow. And you know what? Uh, All of those things are so important leading up to uh, our next segment that we're going to talk about because we're going to get into uh, 
uh, how, how do you develop and how do you maintain a successful marriage, especially longevity? I mean, 30 years, uh, especially in the black community, Billy, you, you know that's, uh, and I'm, I'm just putting it out there, normally that's not the norm. Uh, but we have to be able to show and change the culture so that uh, our next generation would know that, I mean, regardless of what situation, circumstance, it's all about loving. So we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to delve deep into this conversation with the hoppers. Love them to death. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight eight eight. 344 1170. Again, that's 1 We're going to be back shortly after the break. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, I'm Tickle Pink. I just spent uh, uh, the last week with these two great people. I love, I, I can say three great people because I was there with my beautiful wife as well. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but uh, the Hoppers, um, we made sure that we was going to be there for their 30th anniversary. We were there for the 20th anniversary, the 25th anniversary, and there was no way we were going to miss the 30th anniversary. And I just want to say one thing to our listening audience. I love these two people to death and Noah, you know how it is uh with with family with people they they are family uh uh just like l- last week when we talked you talked about your i think 80 
84 year old grandmother no uh, 97 97 97 year old grandmother probably i'm closer to her than probably just about anybody yeah your mother said that man and that that was a. Uh, yeah, she said out of out of uh, everybody, you was close, so you call her every day, and uh, so you know what what that means. No, you know it's a connection that can't be described, and even if it's a friend, like lifelong friends, like you and Billy, they become your family. They become your family, but Billy, uh, his family, uh, Miss Margaret, I, I say Robert, I say Jake, I say Bo, I say San. Uh, I mean, they accepted me in, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was just a family, and not just that, but this is a lifelong thing because when I met Pam, and I met, I mean, met, and uh, and and came back, I left for about seven, eight years, came back, and wow, we just been so cool, meaning that she is family. Family, family, because she tells the truth. <laughs> I mean, about everything. <laughs> she tell me the truth. Coley, you don't want to hear this, but I'm going to tell you. That's what family is all about, and that's what marriage is all about, and that's what love is all about, Noah. So if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 No, I think we got a caller on the line. Yeah, we do. Joshua Goldsmith. Joshua Goldsmith. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going, everyone? I love the conversation. Family, marriage, love. Uh, uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, I just wanted to have a question for you guys. Uh, Basically, I just got engaged. Uh, I, I, I you getting ready to get married? I mean, you, you told I was the first person you told. <laughs> <laughs> you are actually JC. You are the very first. Uh, you know, uh, with when I realized that Jocelyn uh, is my family, I asked her to marry me. She said yes. Um, we have a date, Valentine's Day, and uh, of 2022. And uh, I just wanted to ask uh, Billy and Pamela, what what is this? I, I guess I can't ask what the secret is, but what what would you say to me? What will you say to me uh, as I'm getting ready to get married here? Uh, because you know, fifty percent of divorce, you know, marriages end in more than fifty percent end, end in divorce. I don't obviously want that to happen to me, but, uh, and I know that it is more than just uh, holding hands. Um, and I just was wondering what your advice would be. Just starting out, Pamela, can you ask that? Answer that. Hello? Uh, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't think we might have a bad connection. Let me try uh, calling them back, James. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can tell you oh, well, my feedback on that. And uh, Go I, ahead. It, it, it haven't been 30 years with me and Michelle, but I tell you, it's been wonderful years. Most important thing, I believe, in a relationship and marriage is respect. And what I mean by that is there every day is not going to be a great day. <laughs> I mean, I want to tell you, it's going to be some bad days. Uh, and but it's it's going to be a lot of wonderful days because I believe that once you uh, understand and once you figure out uh, your soulmate and that's who you should be marrying is your soulmate. James, that I you, think we got Billy and Pam back on the line. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, we got we got them back, but I, I, I know you don't want me to t- uh, tell tell the audience <laughs> this, but I'm gonna finish this myself. A uh, soulmate is, you know, once you figure that out, and once you figure out the things that you don't like and that she don't like. Now, remember, it's an eighty twenty rule. <laughs> You're not gonna get everything that you want. Uh, that you dream and and that that, that you would. but if you can get eighty percent of love compassion and everything uh, because it's gonna be the same way opposite from the woman's standpoint as well they they gonna get eighty percent of you but everything else is about toleration if you can tolerate the the other twenty percent because it's not always gonna be good from her part it's not always gonna be good from your part but you have to respect them you have to respect their opinion you have to love them you have to love them for who they are 
And that's my advice to you. So I, I'm going to turn this back over to Pam because Michelle is looking at me kind of strange. I can see her. Uh, Pam, Pam, can you respond to that question? <laughs> I'm getting, well, I'm getting, I'm getting that look, Pam. Beautiful. I'm getting that look from Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. But um, he did really good, Michelle, don't you think? You actually hit the nail on the head. You actually voiced my sentiments. Um, basically, it, exactly. Um, I don't use the the eighty twenty rule. Um, sometimes it may may be ten ninety. Sometimes <laughs> it may be ninety nine to one. <laughs> it all depends. So I don't necessarily go by by that percentage. Uh, but in any event. Um, I know that's the, the, the average percentage when it comes to that sort of thing. But respect, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that we have to respect. Now, keep in mind that um, respect is not an umbrella, so, so to speak. It's not general. Respect is specific to um, different situations and different people and different cu- um, couples. So what I may think is disrespectful may not be disrespectful to someone else in regards to um, relationships, Um, because you mentioned earlier that um, being tolerant is really the key in accepting our differences in terms of difference of opinions and things of that nature. Um, And it's the same with respect um, and, and tolerating certain things without being disrespectful if that makes any sense but um yeah you did really well in 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 answering that question coolly hey thank you and then uh can you tell michelle to stop looking at me that uh i'm looking at her in the camera (laughs) (laughs) billy some couples discuss before marriage certain deal breakers do you believe it is important to have these types of discussions before a couple gets married Yes, I think it's, it's very important um, because uh, what you don't want to have is surprises. You want to be able to to talk about those deal breakers, um, and that way you have an opportunity to accept it. You have an opportunity to embrace it. You have an opportunity to, you know, if anything needs to be fixed with that, you have an opportunity to do that. But, again, it's very important to discuss that because you don't want any surprises. You want to be able to, to accept and deal with whatever those bones in the closet, if you will, are and be able to, um, you know, accept it and move forward. So, yes, it's very important to, to, to discuss that prior to marriage. Pam, spouses learn from each other, and they both inspire and change each other for the better. How important is it to accept your spouse for who God created them to be and not try to change them, basically the core of who they truly are? Well, I think that you you are absolutely right. There, We shouldn't have that as part of our agenda, so to speak, um, in trying to change or have someone to conform to uh, your belief system or um, conform or change the way that they feel about certain things. It's about acceptance and, again, um, tolerating the differences and accepting the differences. So you cannot go in with the idea of changing. Now, what you can do is influence. Um, but it's up to the individual whether or not um, they would want to conform, conform or to change. Um, but influence, there, there's always opportunities to, to influence your spouse um, to your way of thinking if that is the better, for the betterment of your relationship and your communication. Um, but change, nah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and it's great. I mean, you don't want to marry someone who is exactly like you. you no, know, it's always absolutely great. not. That's boring. Yeah, that is very <laughs> boring. boring. It's always yeah. boring, too. Yeah. You know, everyone has differences as far mm-hmm. as things they can bring to the relationship, some mm-hmm. positive things, and I think that's great. It's like you always have an introvert and an extrovert. I'm more introverted than James. He's the extrovert. He's not shy, as you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, James, I think Noah's saying we're we're up for a break. Yeah, we we're going to take a station break. This is so interesting. 
<laughs> you know, and uh, we're going to take the station break, but we're going to come back. And, you know, one of the things that I want to get is I want to get my producer opinion uh, on what he thinks because he's been listening and he's a great man. And I tell you what, if you want to record a conversation, that's one 344 1170 again. That's one 344 1170 We'll be back shortly after the break. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I I tell you, uh, you know, in a relationship, in marriage or in anything that you do I mean there there are things that we call sacrifices and there are things that we call ah you better listen because you're not the only one in a relationship it takes two and uh, uh, just like I mentioned earlier it's all about respect it's all about getting a, getting an understanding of your partner getting an understanding of what their thought process is and what's yours and how that that we can work together for one common goal to make things work. And this couple that uh that we have on tonight, thirty years of marriage. But Noah, one thing that you probably don't know, they've been together thirty seven years. Uh, Billy, I, I I you probably thought I forgot about that one. <laughs> thirty seven years uh togetherness and uh thirty years of marriage. So uh I don't know uh if anybody's in a relationship or whatever that might be. Sometimes it takes time to get an understanding uh who uh you are and who you're gonna commit to. And and so no, I, I just want your thoughts on that. Oh, I agree 100%. Um, you know, 37 years for Billy and Pamela. I mean, that is super impressive to to say the least. And I'm in a loving relationship right now. And one thing that I've, um, you know, come to know, and especially with family, talking about the other relationships I've been in and out of throughout my life, is they say, you know, Noah, you always put a lot of hard work into your relationships. And even though relationships are hard work, it should also be very natural. It should also just be a flow. The two of you have this chemistry together that you feed off of one another and you make each other better people at the end of the day. So even though it is hard work, it shouldn't be that much hard work. And you should should really be an encouragement and lifting each other up every step of the way. And that part of it, that that should be seamless. What do you guys have to say about that, Billy? Um, I think that is very true because, uh, as you mentioned, in any relationship, it's always going to take work. 
um, but you don't look at it as being something that is work. You look at it as being an opportunity to learn one another, to be able to build and grow in the relationship. And what it takes to be able to pour your spouse up, uh, when your spouse is down, to, to be able to recognize when they need just a hug or a kiss or to say, baby, I love you and I'm, I'm with you and uh, I got you and I got your back and, and we're going to get through this. And, and those are the things, and, and we don't look at them as being a challenge because anytime you go through a relationship, uh, there's always going to be some things that's going to kind of you know throw a, a curve at you, but that builds character for love. And with that, it allows the opportunity for you to grow and to be able to respect one another. And and as you grow in harmony, I mean, it just makes that relationship that much more powerful. So, you know, the thing that I can say with Pam is that we've we've grown a lot. You know, we started dating at a very young age. And um, you you learn each other's uh, threshold. You you learn the, the, the buttons that you can't push the buttons that you cannot push and uh, and then just just a matter of respect just respecting one another and you know I think that's been the biggest thing um, the trust the respect laughter I can't leave laughter out because you got to have some laughter in the relationship and then just to bring it all together you have to have the faithfulness there as well okay wow that and, was well said and that was well said and I, I'm gonna put Pam on the spot you know Pam Marriage is about growing together, not apart. In what ways have you and Billy grown together in the 30 years of your marriage? Okay, I cannot hear Pam. <laughs> okay, uh, Pam, uh, did you hear the question? Okay, can hey, Billy, I, I thought you and Pam were on the same line. Okay, Billy, uh, I can't hear Pam. Uh, uh, can can you respond to that question? His line is locked here. Did we lose him? I think we might have lost that line. Uh, but uh, I, I tell you, and I kind of I kind of know a little bit about that one. And when when, when we get him back, Noah, uh, that's uh, that's one of the most important questions that uh, that I have wrote that I wanted them to ask answer is uh you know okay, go ahead and try him now i I've, I've reset the connection okay hey billy pam are you guys there yes sir i can hear you okay pam uh marriage is about growing together not apart in what ways have you and billy grown together in the in your 30 years of marriage um we have grown in that we accept that we have grown individually and having recognized that we've grown individually actually helps us to grow together, um, accepting the ways in which we have grown individually. Because the same, the same man that I fell in love with, the core, the core things, of course, are still there. But through life experiences and exposure to different things, um, he has changed over the years. And recognizing those changes and being able to adapt um, to those changes in each other has allowed us to grow in our relationship. So um, I think the, the best advice that I can give someone in terms of continuing to grow with your spouse is to recognize the individual growth in your spouse. Pam, Billy, this is a question for both of you. Um, you know, we all are getting older. We all age, and certain things are going to change. But how important is it still to, you know, look attractive and appear your best to your spouse? It's funny you should um, ask that question, Michelle, because um, we both just turned 60, um, Billy in May and me in um, January. He actually turned 61 in May, and I turned 60 in um, January. And in the times that we live in, it's just such a a focus on... uh, 
staying young and and physically and things of that nature. But we've had we both had have had a healthy respect for growing old gracefully, um, in terms of the way that I see myself in the mirror now. Of course, is different from the way that I see myself in the when I was thirty. But I try to strive to keep myself tastefully um, attractive in terms of, you know, wearing the the peeling makeup and clothes and things of that nature. So I think it's very important for you to um, maintain attractiveness to yourself for yourself, and of course that will translate into your mate hopefully appreciating that. Um, and I can say that my husband keeps himself um, healthy and he works out and he does all of the things that he did when he was younger to keep himself fit today. And he does it for himself, which I reap the benefits of it. Wow. You know, we, we toward the end of the show, Billy, uh, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Can you respond? Uh, Cause we got less than a minute and a half uh, to go. Yes, it's important because um, we both were attracted. When you first meet a person, you're, you're attracted by the way that they look. And then after that, it's pretty much so, um, you know, the respect that you gain in the relationship. But it's important that you always want to try to, to look your best around your spouse because you want to keep the flame going. And, you know, we don't want to be that couple that, you know, when you, when, you, when you marry that person and you just let yourself go and you want to continue to keep yourself up and you want to continue to, to love one another and look good to Wow. One. You know, hey, I, I want to thank both of you guys. Of taking the time to be on the show, I, I think Noah, we're gonna have to do a part two on this one. Uh, most definitely, uh, a part most two. most definitely a part two. Uh, I want to thank Billy and Pam Hopper for taking the time to come on the show. I like to thank my great producer Noah Dingley. Welcome back. Good like to be to here. Thank my co-host Michelle Cooley. Most importantly, I like to thank our listening audience for taking the time to tune into the James Cooley Show. It's your life, uh, and uh, we're always looking for sponsors to make sure we continue to bring this great mess. Remember, uh, we on K Sky AM. 660 the answer beginning in Dallas uh, Saturday just coming Saturday and we are spanning no I'll be in studio Thanks with you tomorrow joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley to learn more about James how you can support the show or become a guest visit CooleyFoundation.org join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.